Good morning, good morning, happy Saturday. You know, this is the 411 FYI series. We are yet talking about the cuffing season. Now, this is going to be a five-part series, so I know I'm going to be begging for some help from some of my anchor colleagues and buddies um, and friends. But for now, I am going to start with part one, and we're just going to be talking about an intro about guarding your heart and not going before the Lord. So I'm going to be very brief because I have more to talk about um, in the coming Saturdays. But I want to first start off with prayer, as I always do. And then we're just going to talk about it because I've been finding that not just myself, but there's some other individuals in my life that have been sharing about relationships. And sometimes we don't speak about that um, when it comes to the Lord, because we talk about the doctrine, we talk about the biblical principles, we talk about a lot of stuff that the Lord wants us to do. But he always also talks about our relationships as well. And a lot of us get jacked up in our relationships because number one, we go before God. Some of us go before God, and I'm going to admit I went before him, thought I was doing something right. I made that choice and decision. I accept it. But some of us don't wait on the Lord. We're just so gung-ho to be with someone and have somebody that we forget all of our standards. We let down all of our guards. We let down everything because we just want to have someone in our life. And before I go deeper, let me go ahead and pray before I forget. And uh, we will move forward. So here we go. Dear gracious Holy Father, Lord God, thank you for waking me up today. Lord God, I thank you for all the listeners who will be tuning in today or later on during the week. Lord God, I just want to ask you for your help in delivering this particular message. Lord God, I need your help. Lord God, allow the Holy Spirit to help and give revelation where it is needed. And Lord, after this message, Lord, help each and every one of us to guard our hearts, Lord God, and Guard, guard our thought lives and what we speak and what we share and how we behave with one another. Lord God, let us really esteem you and exalt you, Lord God, also by watching how we talk to one another. Lord God, I just thank you for all that you do in my life on a daily basis. Thank you for your son, Lord God. Thank you for Jesus Christ and him dying and doing the work on the cross. Lord God, it is always my desire. I will never stop saying that, Lord God, that I elevate you to the uttermost parts of the world and the earth that I can share, Lord God, for those who would come to listen, Lord God, let them hear. For those who understand, Lord God, let them get an understanding and comprehension of what is being said. Lord God, you are to be exalted so high because you are amazing, God, Lord God, and I just, I love you so much. I just want to thank you, Lord God. I know that I falter many, many times, but Lord God, I thank you that you have grace and your mercy is sufficient for me. Lord God, help me to do what you have set me out to do, Lord God. Give me the strength to keep going, and Lord God, help me to keep going in a good way for you, Lord God. Keep me humble, keep me strong, Lord God. In the name of your son, Jesus, I pray, amen. All right, so 
Now we're going to briefly talk, does this intro part about guarding your heart and not going before the Lord. So for a scripture scripture reference and verses and chapters, we're going to be in Proverbs, the fourth chapter, the 23rd through the 27th verses. And it reads as such, above all else, guard your heart for it is the wellspring of life. Put away perversity from your mouth. Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Make level paths for your feet and take only ways that are firm. Do not swerve to the right or the left. Keep your foot from evil. So, there is a thought life that we have. And as we think, that is how we are. So your thoughts control everything in your life, including the relationships that you so-called end up in. And I say so-called because sometimes we end up in these relationships that appear to be something that we want, something that we need, but it's not what it looks like. It's not what it appears. And what it actually is, the relationship that you enter into is a facade. It appears to be real, but it is fake. It's a front. It's not real. So when you find yourself in that kind of relationship, it is hard to realize, wow, I made a mistake. This person is not what I thought. They didn't even give me the signs that they were another individual, but this is not the person I want. And it happens more often than not. Some men get with women that they appear so beautiful, loving, sweet, kind. And when they get married, they're a whole other individual. And women can say that as well. They find this perfect man that they believe is perfect for them. He is charming. He is chivalrous. He's not egotistical. He's just doing his part. He's just so loving and kind. And then when you marry him, you find that you're with the devil's spawn. It, it's not what you thought. And typically that's a, pardon me for the little frog creeping into my throat, but typically that's a bait and switch. And I think for many of us, I know I've experienced it and I want you guys to chime in if you have experienced it. If you get something and it's not what, what you portrayed or what you thought it's almost like you've been sold a bag of goods, a bag of bad goods. It was a bait and switch. So the individual came to you. They presented someone that you would love to be with, someone that you could see your whole life and and children and family and functions and everything, loving the Lord together, worshiping together. You just you can see it all laid out with that individual who you had been dating and courting. But after you get married, that individual is no longer there. That individual has left and will never return. So you have to be very, very careful to not go before God because sometimes we think God is giving us a certain man or a certain woman, but they are not for you. They're actually for somebody else. You happen to come in their line of sight and because you didn't wait, you ended up getting the husband or the wife, girlfriend or boyfriend, 
that was not for you. He or she was not designed for you. And they're just in your line of sight. You're like, oh, wow, this has got to be the person. So be careful, be careful, be careful. Guard your heart, just as it says in Proverbs. That is what you need to do above all else. Guard your heart, for it is a wellspring of life. Our emotions that sometimes get really jacked up and get us messed up is because we open ourselves and we are vulnerable to the wrong person. That is a person that you are not supposed to be sharing intimate, personal details with because all they are going to do with that personal information is use it against you and use it in an abusive way, use it in a way that they have something over you. And some people are not worthy of that level of intimacy. And we're not talking about intimacy only along with going along with sexuality and being sexual. That is up another part. But there's an intimacy level of thought. There's an intimacy level of communication. There is an intimacy level of mind. And those individuals that come into your life that pose as if they know that their thought life and their mindset and their emotion and your vulnerabilities will mesh together. And then you figure out we're not even on the same level. You and I have nothing in common because you don't have the same understanding or you can't even relate. And how frustrating is that when you get with someone who you can't even relate to? Well, I can let you know that it's extremely frustrating if you haven't had to deal with it. So it is super hard to have someone that you can't relate to. So I'm going to stop here because that is a good place to stop just for now. I just wanted to do a a very short intro for talking about guarding your heart and not going before the Lord. So I'm going to leave you guys with this saying. I'll probably have to look up, look about who said it, but I don't know right now. But here it is. Sow a thought, reap a deed. Sow a deed, reap a habit. Sow a habit, reap a character. So a character reap a destiny. You want to grow with someone who has a character and a destiny to grow with you. You don't want to try to be with someone who has a very bad character because you'll never have a good destiny with that person at all. And of course, that also is talking about yourself when you start to really value yourself because you can't love or be with someone until you start to know and believe that you are are destined to have love but you have to think of yourself in a good light don't put yourself high and exalted but you have to have yourself thinking about how you deserve love as well and I think that's where some of us run into problems not everyone but some a a, a group uh, run into problems because we don't feel that we deserve love or are able to have good love. So when someone comes in that is not the best, you just kind of roll with it. But look, God wants you to have good. God doesn't want you to just like, oh, well, here's, you know, the bottom of the barrel of a person. And because I am so desperate for love and so lonely, I will just accept this person. You have standards. You need to think of yourself as able to receive love, and that you are deserving of love. Look, 
Even the Lord Jesus Christ died on the cross for you because he did it for love. And God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. If God knows that you are deserving of love, you need to also start believing that you are deserving of love. God wants to give you a good life. And that is not just in finances, not just in education, not just with children, but in our personal relationships, which sometimes can be very hard. So you've been listening to Tanika Drake on God's gift through his word. I hope you guys will be blessed, motivated and inspired. And we will pick up next Saturday and we'll continue on with this particular series of guarding your heart and don't go before God. You guys have a blessed, motivated day, and I will talk to you guys next Saturday. God bless.